good morning. Um, all I can say is, wow. Okay, I'm looking at these analytics. And first off, welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. I am over the moon. First of all, Jamaica and Kenya have moved up into the top 10 countries listening. Our demographics in 18 to 22 listenership has risen. Wow. Um, We've added two more countries, Mauritius and Tunisia. Outstanding. And on an average, we are attracting roughly 54 new listeners weekly. Okay, so my mind is blown. This is fabulous. God is working even while I sleep. Um, Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, I want to dedicate today's podcast Um, I want to dedicate it to my friend Steve and uh, I had lunch with him yesterday and then after lunch I was taught a big big lesson from God so while I'm at lunch with Steve I'm being texted uh, some good information you know some more work coming my way um, Steve's encouraging me, respond, respond right away. And I'm not blaming him because I did it. But when I got outside to my car listeners, God spanked me. He did. And I'll tell you why. He said, slow down. Now, part of the reason that I'm starting to live such an abundant life and that blessings are pouring down on me is because I have surrendered my life to the Lord. I want to say 100%, but I mean as absolute best I can to date, I have surrendered. That means I go to God for everything. I ask him for direction. I place it at his feet. So what I didn't do yesterday when I got this text about work um, and, you know, just great news all the way around is I just jumped and responded, yes, when God wants me and us to go to him with everything. Now, of course, everything is from God. Everything is because of God. But listeners, we have to, must, must, must put him first. And as soon as that realization brushed over me, I said, I'm sorry, God. And I repented right away because I really did move without taking it to him first. So um, I still am apologizing for that. Uh, Jesus, everything is in your hand, in your control, by your design. And I promise 
pinky swear going forward, I'm going to consult with you before I make any decisions, any decisions on my own. So today's podcast is going to be called Slow Down and Wait. And we're waiting on the Lord. Okay, God wants to uh, whisper in our ear right away because I'm back to being obedient. And he says, Don't be surprised by the emotion of fear. You will experience fear. It is not a matter of if, but when. There are countless ways that anxiety can grab hold of you unexpectedly. Life is hard, but faith in me will make all things possible. I use the overwhelming circumstances of your life to bring you to the end of yourself so that you will choose to trust me. Instead of surrendering to your fears, surrender to me. I'll rescue you and bring your heart into a place of peace and rest. Whatever it is you can't handle, I can. When fears threaten your faith, Rely on my word. Trust in what I've promised you. I have promised you provision and protection wrapped in my grace and love. I have never abandoned you and I never will. You can trust me in all things. Look at your fears and then look to me. Let nothing move you without me. Stand firm in your faith and trust that in the face of impossibilities, I can do the impossible. Allow your faith to drown out your doubt. You know my love for you. You know that I am all powerful above all things. Trust in what you know. Amen. God's word is so timely, listeners. I hope that that helps somebody because it certainly has helped me. Amen. Psalm 56, verse 3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're learning, we're growing, we're evolving. We're getting better. And we're back, listeners. I'm clutching my Bible today. And inside the Charles F. Stanley Bible's Principles Bible... It is teaching us how to pray with authority. As a reference, you can read 1 Kings chapter 18. The prophet Elijah 
is an amazing example of what can happen when believers pray with authority. When we come confidently to God, asking him to work in ways that will bring glory to himself, he is moved to action. When the people of Israel and the prophets of Baal gathered at Mount Carmel for a showdown, Elijah confidently prayed this prayer. Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God, and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. Now, when Elijah finished his prayer, God sent fire from heaven, which consumed the sacrifice, as well as the wood, the stones, the dust, and all the water in the trench. When the people saw this, they fell on their faces and said, the Lord, he is God. Now notice how Elijah addressed the situation. He didn't pray in secret, off in some corner where nobody could see or hear him. He prayed openly and publicly. There was nothing tricky or shady about what he did, and there was no doubt about what he said. Let's hear the prayer again. He said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God, and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. God tells us, to come boldly into his presence, listeners. He grants us the privilege to come before him in authority because of our position in Christ Jesus. We are to be bold in our faith that God will do what he desires to do and what he says he will do. The New Testament tells us we cannot have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. We have God's invitation. Come on, listeners. Let's all accept it today. We stand tallest and strongest on our knees. Amen. Remember, God tells us to come boldly into his presence.
Amen. Now, we may be waiting for God to intervene. We may be waiting for him to intervene in our life or in the life of a loved one. It can be difficult to understand why our Heavenly Father delays delays matters that are urgent to us. Only he knows the reason. And there are several adjustments that we can make as we wait. Now this is In Touch Magazine giving us the adjustments that we can make while we wait. Number one, determine our focus. In the urgency of the moment, It's easy to center our attention on the need instead of on God. We may start out waiting for the Lord, but before we know it, we're more interested in what he can do for us than we are interested in him. Remember, God wants to delight in who he is. He wants us to delight in who he is and not just what he gives us. A second adjustment is we have to release our expectations. The Lord is always working on our behalf, holding on to our own assumptions about how the Lord should intervene is emotionally exhausting. But peace awaits those who trust that he will do what is in our best interest in every situation we encounter. While we're waiting, God is working. He sees the entire picture and is active behind the scenes, arranging everything according to his will. But perhaps his most important work is the deepening of our relationship with him as we learn to love and trust him in the wait. We gotta wait for God to intervene. See how these messages just come right at us as we go through life. God is with us. He is paying attention. He is correcting us. He is guiding us, giving us instruction so that our lives may be fruitful. I believe this with my whole heart, listeners. We have to let go and let God. And that means get out of the way. Stay right there. Be right back. From Strength for Each Day, 
It's advising that you let your words be few. I'm raising my hand. I got to do it. I got to do it. Proverbs 10 verse 19 says, In a multitude of words, transgression is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is prudent. Listeners, if you are a talker, as I am, you may need to read today's scripture and similar verses often, often, often. And that is John chapter 15. It seems that the more we talk, the more we are likely to say things that we wish later we had not said. We pray almost daily to God that he will guard our lips so that we don't say foolish things. Psalm 141. It is good to remember that no one in their own power can tame the tongue and that we do need God's help in this area. Merely trying to do what is right without asking for God's help is useless. He wants us to lean on him in all things and is honored when we do. Jesus said that apart from him, we can do nothing. And this certainly includes using wisdom with all of our words. Use your words today to encourage others. Remember that your words have power. So listeners, make sure they are positive and beneficial to you and to the people in your life. Pray with me, Father. Oh yes. I need your help in restraining my lips so that I always speak positive and excellent things. Let my words be pleasing in your ears. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Listeners, let your words be few. Let's read this Psalm 141. I can just imagine. Oh, wow. Psalm 41 says, Oh Lord, I am calling to you. Please hurry. Listen when I cry to you for help. Accept my prayer as incense offered to you and my upraised hands as an evening offering. Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. Don't let me drift toward evil or take part in any acts of wickedness. Don't let me share in the delicacies of those who do wrong. 
Let the godly strike me, it will be a kindness. If they correct me, it is soothing medicine. Don't let me refuse it. But I pray constantly against the wicked and their deeds. When their leaders are thrown down from a cliff, the wicked will listen to my words and find them true. Like rocks brought up by a plow, the bones of the wicked will lie scattered without burial. I look to you for help, O Sovereign Lord. You are my refuge. Don't let them kill me. Keep me from the traps that they have set for me and from the snares of those who do wrong. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, but Lord, please, let me escape. Amen. I love it. Psalms. It says here they are like trees planted along the river bank bearing fruit each season their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do amen and from pray more i'm getting there talking about perception. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. The Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way that you see them. People judge by outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the I'll be done. The Lord looks at the heart. Stress often comes to the fore when we think we need and do when we need to do Sorry, the phone ringing threw me off. Lord, get me anchored again, please. Thank you, Jesus. It's an early hour. Stress often comes to the fore when we think we need to and do have all the answers. When we think that what we perceive is indeed the true and only reality, but God turns that, I, that idea upside down and over in the Bible. Perhaps most notably when the prophet Samuel looked to secretly anoint one of Jesse's eight sons as the next king. He began with the oldest and ended up with David, the youngest and smallest of Jesse's boys. Selecting him went against all logic all human sense and reasoning 
but Samuel obeyed. God sees so much more than you do. Your role, listeners, is to seek his knowledge. Let him have his say and then do as he wills, regardless of how much sense it makes to you. Help me, Lord, to seek and be open to your vision in every, every, every situation I face. Amen. Good word. Okay. From start your day with prayers, pray with me, close your eyes, gaze up towards heaven, clasp your hands together, and pray with me. Dear Lord, help me to choose an attitude of cheerfulness. Let me be a joyful Christian quick to smile and slow to anger, and let me share your goodness with all whom I meet so that your love might shine in me and through me. Amen. Pray with me. Dear Jesus, because I am your disciple, I will trust you. I will obey your teachings and I will share your good news. You have given me life abundant and life eternal. And I will follow you today and forever. Amen. Pray with me. Dear Lord, help me to remember the importance of silence. Help me discover quiet moments throughout the day so that I can sense your presence and your love. Listeners, if we are to maintain righteous minds and compassionate hearts, we must take time each day for prayer and for meditation. We must make ourselves still in the presence of our Creator We must quiet our minds and our hearts so that we might see God's will and his love. So if your appointment book is filled today from cover to cover, close it and make time for silence. You should always have at least one serious chat with your creator every day. He deserves it, and so do you. Nothing can calm our souls more or prepare us for life's challenges than time spent alone with God. Thank you, listeners, 
for coming to pray with me today. We just got these blessings started. It's a glorious day. It's a God-filled day. And now you have to go out and show the world whose you are. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.